Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the very significant and strategic choices that we all can make in becoming the best versions of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and I am the host of Three Words, as well as a life coach and business consultant. And I'm here today with a return podcaster, my second oldest son, Logan Michael Brown. That is me. Hello. Now, we are socially distanced. We have found a space that can be sanitized where we can keep our distance from each other. Though we live in the same house, we don't necessarily need to do that. But there is this reality, my son, that these three words are really relevant to the pandemic situation we find ourselves in today. So why don't you introduce them and then we'll begin our conversation. Yeah. So the three words for today are beware of busyness. Which is interesting to be thinking about bewaring of busyness during a forced shutdown. Yeah. Because obviously by being a forced shutdown, it's forced us to slow down. Mm -hmm. But what's happening is, and I'm sure you're feeling it, I'm feeling it, even though our personalities are very different, there's a temptation to still preoccupy ourselves with the tyranny of the urgent, with staying busy, with being active, and at times to an unhealthy degree. And I think... The reason is, is because we're drawn to the allure of saying, I am so busy. Oh, yeah. Can you relate? Yeah, I've met a lot of people who, when you're like, how's it going? What, do you, what have you been up to? Just, ah, oh, just been busy, busy, man. Yeah, real busy. And you're like, all right. But I yeah. think there's like, there's kind of like that status symbol when people talk about how busy they are. It almost seems like they're more important or they're, they're this, what they're doing is so much like more relevant than what you're doing and stuff like that, you know? So I think um, a lot of people just enjoy the feeling of being busy and they enjoy the feeling of telling other people how busy they are. Because I think our society kind of like, it's like a status symbol. You know, we, we really look up to the hustle and we look up to people who work hard, who grind, who don't sleep. Yeah. Um, But I don't think busyness can always be that good of a thing, you know? Well, I, I agree because what happens is busyness more focuses on the urgent mm-hmm. and not the important. Obviously, the urgent focused on activity and hustle and bustle, as you described, and drive and, and getting things done, but it's very reactive. Yeah. Whereas the important is more about outcomes, not just activity and the fact that I'm running in here and there and everywhere, but actually what is this activity achieving? And it tends to be less reactive and more proactive. So I think this bewaring of busyness um, is really focused around this idea. Don't be pulled into living your life always in the urgent. I, the way I like to say it is this, is that I don't mind being busy, but I don't want to be hurried. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes when people are saying, I'm so busy, they're not talking about being having a full calendar and, and, and getting things done and being productive and proactive. They're talking about being rushed. And hurrying from there to there. And again, that can't be good for us emotionally or personally. And quite honestly, even professionally, those who are just rushing from here and there, they don't tend to accomplish their goals and they don't tend to become for sure the best version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting though, because people still look up to people who appear busy. Um, yeah. even this, you made me think of this in, uh, I worked at an advertising agency in New York and I was talking to one of the producers, um, just about like her job, what she does. And she was saying that, um, one of her bosses, told her a critique that she doesn't seem stressed out enough. She doesn't seem like she's running around. Interesting. And I'm like, that makes no sense that she can't just like do her job and just be calm and not be like running around, freaking out about everything that goes wrong. But her job, her boss was like, you need to act more busy. Mm. You need to act um, more urgent. You need to make everything kind of a bigger deal. Now you have obviously grown up in Midwest 
Ohio, I Northwest have. Ohio, but in the Midwest. Yep. And, and, and now you've been actually residing in New York City. And mm-hmm. thankfully, we were able to pull you out of New York City during the spike of the COVID-19. You will be heading back there soon. And obviously, you work there and you have your girlfriends there and her family. And obviously, mom and I are concerned on some level, but we're also very supportive of that. But what's interesting, and we've talked about the life in the culture of New York City, how does that tie into this conversation about bewaring of busyness? Because it sounds like, from what you've described, the busyness, that sense of rush in New York City tends to devalue relationships and tends to make people maybe not even the best version of themselves. Have you felt that? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me with busyness in New York, I've just felt like zero work-life balance. I remember like my first couple weeks on the job, just like literally looking around me and it was like 7 p.m. and nobody's leaving yet. And I'm like, can I leave? Like, can I go home? Or <laughs> Do is we this sleep like, here? Where's my cop? Yeah, right? I don't know. It's just like a very people, it's like in New York City, at least it's very like go, go, go. Um, I think a lot of times people give um, New York City like a bad rep because they're saying like everybody there is like so mean and like so like rude but that's not it they're just rushed they're hurried they're very busy they have places to be and not a lot of time to do all these things that they pack into their day yeah well and then what happens is what is a result or an outcome of busyness is blurriness mm. busyness creates blurriness and there's this blur meaning I fail to see the big picture and I forget what is most important. If there's ever a time when I need to see clearly the big picture, if there's ever a time in my life, son, at 51 years old, where I need to examine my life and not forget what is most important, it's now. And so I don't want to be in my house sheltered, just filling my time with purposeless activity. I want to be living life on purpose. Why do you think it's so hard, even during the sheltering in place, even during a forced shutdown for people not to spin their wheels and become so busy. Yeah. Well, I think busyness is often used as as kind of a distraction from the Mm. real world and the things in your life that you're not as comfortable with and the things in your life that are kind of messy. Um, And it's easy. Sometimes it's easier just to be busy. Time flies. You just are more preoccupied, preoccupied, less distracted. Um, and yeah, so I think people enjoy that. I know for me, like, um, I, when I'm like struggling with something or I, I make this joke a lot, but my girlfriend and I have done like long distance a lot. And it seems like every time we go through like a long distance stretch, I pick up like a new hobby or like mm-hmm. I build a table in our backyard or like <laughs> I take up leather making or I just yeah. like throw myself into all these projects because I enjoy feeling busy. And even like when I worked at like a bakery, I enjoyed the days that were busy because like the time flies by. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my guess is you really miss Dea. And so because you're dealing with that emotional reality, it's hard to just sit in that. mm -hmm. And so why not fill my time with something that will not allow me to be overcome by that feeling? And I know that's probably happening even now. I mean, obviously missing your girlfriend, but for many of us, we're going through such suffering. We are struggling with career uncertainty. We're struggling with physical health trauma. I mean, for many of us, we already know someone who has been ill or has been hospitalized or is at least struggling. One of our DMB coaches right now who has COVID, who is now on week six, probably Mm -hmm. still not feeling himself. And that's just so turbulent. And so it's easier. Like you said, I'm just going to fill my day. Um, I'm going to be productive. Even if that productivity isn't moving us in the direction of becoming who we actually ultimately want to become. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think kind of, it kind of goes back to the point that I think a lot of people, there's busyness and then there's also laziness. And I think laziness is often like, obviously like you'd like, people don't want to be lazy. You don't want to be yeah. called lazy, but I think it's very important to realize that busy, the opposite of busyness is not laziness. I think the opposite of busyness is just being purposeful with your time. And I think, um, I think it's so important to find those times of rest and find those times of like yeah. not just being like drawn, like glued to your to-do list, just taking some time to like self-evaluate and just think about, and this is a perfect time to kind of do that. For sure. But when you're so busy, it's hard to really like think about the things in your life that you really care about, the person who you want to become. So you want to make sure the things that you're filling your to-do list with, this things you're filling your day with, that they're actually pointing you in a direction that you want to be going. Yeah, it's very humbling to be mentored by your son. Yep, um, I knew it was going to come right back around. <laughs> that's right. And, and, and after you did the episode on making your bed, you're like, wait a minute. Am I going to be invited back? Well, I didn't think I was going to be invited You back, were invited back because you have a lot of insight into this area of life. Because I know for me, and you know me well enough, and you've obviously lived with me all these years mm-hmm. and been connected to me, but I have a weakness. And my weakness is sometimes my full calendar, I think equals success. And that may or may not be true. And I do like a fast paced life. I have really missed during this time traveling and speaking. And obviously our speaking engagements have increased, but they're all happening on zoom and they're Mm -hmm. happening in WebEx and they're happening digitally. All my, all my, my trips have been canceled and it's just been hard and in many ways feeling like, wow, I should be busier, but I am busy and I'm being very productive and very purposeful during this time. But I think particularly for those who are sheltering at home, it may feel like I'm not successful Mm -hmm. because my calendar is not quite as full as I once had it full. And so I I appreciate you just reminding me of that. And any final thoughts for us? Obviously, you are a younger entrepreneur. You have built incredible businesses and you're doing some great things in New York City and even here in the Midwest. But particularly those of your age, and obviously I'm speaking to those in in their middle uh, life uh, season of their lives, but tips as we think about how do we manage and how do we create a life that isn't just ruled by the tyranny of the urgent? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it takes a lot of practice. I think it's even taking intentional like rest days, days where you purposely set aside maybe a whole day in, in a week and you kind of like calm down like, or even just like setting aside an hour and being like, you know, I'm not going to like pack my schedule full of these things that I don't really need to be doing. I think going back to what you said though, it's like, there's nothing wrong with having a super packed schedule. Right. Right. I think sometimes you need to do that. And sometimes people enjoy that. And I think there's sometimes nothing wrong with having a packed schedule, but only if it's packed with things that you actually really care about deeply and things that are pushing you to be who you want to be at the end of your life. And also to make sure that your busyness is not a protective measure for all of us dealing with the deeper realities of our life. Yeah. Because obviously there's pain that we need to face. There's questions that we need to answer. There's topics and vision and mission in our own lives that we need to explore. I've said this a lot, even in this season of our lives, that we need to use this time to do a real inventory of our lives. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes busyness robs us of the opportunity to do a real inventory, to be imaginative, to be innovative, because it's like, we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going because it's something we can control Mm -hmm. in this time when there's so little control. And so much unpredictability. So I like what you said. And I think it's a great idea is, is, is this notion of stay busy, 
but make sure you're busy with the right things yeah. that actually help you be, achieve your outcomes and become the best version of you. But also don't allow busyness. And I think this is why we use the term beware of busyness because we don't want to be in a situation where the busyness is creating um, a lack of margin to really wrestle and to really ask those big questions and to really deal with those things that maybe are going to be particularly challenging to face in the days and the weeks in the months to come. Yeah. So son, thank you for being on this podcast. I'm oh, sure you will be invited back again, oh but my gosh. Wow. just a reminder to our listeners and to our viewers on the YouTube channel, beware of busyness. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.